When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's episode of The Instance is brought to you by Indochino, one of the largest made-to-measure menswear brands. They're making it easy for men to get great-fitting, high-quality suits and shirts at an incredible price. Go to Indochino.com and enter the code INSTANCE at checkout, and you'll get 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit. That's Indochino.com and entering the code INSTANCE. And by Doghouse Systems. At doghousesystems.com, they're running a contest, free laptop giveaway. Write down this email address, contest at doghousesystems.com. All you have to do is email it to enter to win. That's doghousesystems.com. And the email address, contest at doghousesystems.com to win a free gaming laptop. Now, on to the show. Hey, Instance Crew. Um, my name is... Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance episode 460 of the show. My name is Scott Johnson, joined by Patrick Beja. Hello, Patrick. Hey, so can we get this over with really quick? I, I, I have to go and play uh, Legion. Yeah, we got to do a fast show, man, because, look, there's yeah, only so many minutes, hours. 30 minutes, yeah, tops, Yeah, tiny little show today, uh, but we have another uh, another guy with us. He's been here a couple of weeks in a row now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Garrett Weinzer back on the show. Hello, Garrett. Ishnu Allah. Ah, it's, uh, Oktar Lothar, baby. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, nah, I'm done with that orc stuff, man. We've had enough orc stuff. It is the expansion of the elves. Thank God, because I am so done with dirt and, and kodo poo. Okay, here's... Okay, you brought up a good point. Can we talk about this for a second? Can people stop telling me on Twitter and other places that, great, once again, another horde expansion. This is the most horde-less what? What? expansion we've had. No, I refuse. You are objectively wrong, Yeah, faceless people of the internet. Yeah, Really? <laughs> Half, 50% of the four zones that you can level up in are just, it's just oozing elf goodness. Yeah, it's all elven. It's all, uh, I mean, the closest thing you can do, like I would even say Stormheim is is still sort of more alliance than it is Horde. It's just like big Viking dudes, but it fits more in the alliance side of things. And if you go over to, uh, I guess I guess if you go to High Mountain and there's a whole bunch of like antler wearing torrens, okay, fine. There's some yeah, Horde high, over high, there. High Mountain's pretty, pretty hordy. And I would argue that uh, Azuna, the, the Highborn have ties to both the Blood Elves and the Night Elves, so mm-hmm. they can, you can split the difference there, but I would argue for the longest time, I mean, we really associated the Highborn with the with the Night Elves. Yeah, and the, the whole, well, I don't want to spoil anything, but that Sylvanas bit. Yeah, please, let's not, okay, no spoilers at all. It's too early. Uh, I'm yeah, sure I, a lot I, of people have not done right. all of the zones including i haven't me. gotten to whatever the sylvanas bit is so okay. i don't know what you're talking yeah, i'm not gonna uh, tell you like to continue not knowing i'm not gonna tell about. you i'm just going to say this isn't a spoiler it's amazing that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> all right all right you well, know I just got- so first of all the um the the alliance side of that zone is 
pretty WTF ish. You start out and you're like, dude, chill. It's I, I okay, no spoilers, but but I'm which, super. Which uh, yeah, it, uh, oh, I'm talking about uh, is it Azuna? Azuna. No, no, it's no? Uh, Stormheim. Oh, Stormheim, Stormheim sure. Okay. Yeah, very yeah, spoiler. Right. That, that's the alliance the thing, side. Cause, yeah, because I was and, on, and uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see how it happens from the Horde side because from now I'm like, guys, it you you should maybe take a step back for a second. <laughs> I, no spoilers, but it's it's pretty it's pretty intense. Yeah. So you think the Alliance should take a step back or the Horde should take a step back? The Alliance. Oh, I yeah. mean, all right, that's that, that's yeah, what I'm hearing because yeah. I I started in Azuna and then I moved into Valshara, um, so I haven't seen any of that. And and Jocelyn apparently did the same thing. I, I guessed it on gamers in the other night. We talked all about world of Warcraft and, and she did Azuna and, and Valshara. But then, uh, yesterday she started, I think Stormheim. And then when I got on the stream last night to do our Karazhan stream for Hearthstone, she's like, dude, I'm so mad at the Alliance right now. I can't even, I can't even deal F the Alliance. And I'm like, Whoa, what happened? Yeah. Cause right now I'm in, <laughs> I'm in Malfurion's giving me, you know, Druid hugs in in Valshara. <laughs> what's, what's happening? What would the Alliance do? Yeah. You get, you get a little confused over there. I've been, I went there with a druid to do my um, uh, starter stuff, and uh, he's just—it's just a happy, peaceful time with uh, good old Malfurion over there. He needs to protect yeah. the wilds, and so do you. And you're just running around in the garden, having a great time. You have no idea what kind of bullshit is going down up in Stormheim. <laughs> like there is I, some I love, stuff, man. I, I'm I'm very night elf biased. I mean, I'm main horde now, and I have main horde since the Ulduar patch. That's when I made the swat uh, the switch to horde and started uh, main tanking for my college buddies as a as a paladin. Yeah. Um. But but m- there's you know a big part of my heart lies with the alliance because my my first main was a night elf hunter and I raided with that up until uh, the end of Naxxramas and Lich King, and uh, so so getting to Valshara and like seeing all this night elf stuff kind of redone with 2016 up-to-date world of warcraft graphics like oh man i'm getting mad mad Mm -hmm. nostalgia yeah it's good and it's i i also started with the druid um my druid was the first class i i started with um and first of all the druid thing i got into the dreamway which is a, a path between different locations and you have this uh ground clutter setting put up to maximum and you have like hundreds of flowers on the ground that interact yep. physically with you on your uh, when you're walking and they move around and I stayed there for 5 minutes staring at the beauty of this artistically you know artistic achievement and it is so I'm so into the druid thing right now I'm like looking at the dryads laughing I'm I'm all about like flowers and birds and small animals and protecting nature it got me completely engrossed in that in that thing and i think this is very uh it's very cleverly done how they re-emphasize the uh fantasy of the class we saw the gameplay part with the pre-patch but i didn't suspect it was going to be taking it that far with everything else with the story and the the order holes and i mean yeah it's it's Pretty amazing. So, so yeah. we'll get into the meat of all of us here in a second. But I just want to, I want to tack onto what you said about that druid area. There's a portion of that where you have to enter the Emerald Dream, and I went in there, and there are some things happening gra- happening graphically in there that make this look like a brand new graphics engine of some kind, like breathtakingly beautiful. Not just ooh, I like what they did with an 11 year old engine. It's pretty cool how they can still kind of make it look shiny all these years later. It was beyond that. Like it was just amazing 
and I'm walking around with one of the Grove Protector guys with his, you know, the freaking uh, half deer men with the horse butts. Those guys, whatever they are, centaurs. Centaur, I guess they're centaurs. Are they with well, the Grove? The Grove? The Protector guys? Are they just centaurs? Whatever they are. Uh, keep, keeper of the Grove, man. Keep, keeper Choose of the Grove. one. Yeah. Silence a minion or deal two damage. Right. <laughs> Those are the ones. <laughs> In Hearthstone, uh, uh, oh, and the other Hearthstone thing that I just wanted to freaking cry out loud. uh, None of you have been to Stormheim yet, so you don't know about this. No. I'm not going to spoil it. You got to just get there. Is it a a certain uh, polite murloc? Yes. Okay, yeah, that was spoiled for me. And he's great. I I can't wait to get there. Is it in Stormheim? (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe it might be High Mountain. It might be High Mountain. I thought it was Stormheim. I'm not sure. I'll Um, just say you guys can expect to see a certain gentleman murloc. That's, that's as much as we'll and, say you on know, that subject. Yeah, yeah. I, I got the same feeling in Storm. Well, in every zone, really. But Stormheim was got me a couple of times. I I stopped. I was just like I stopped moving and I was just looking at stuff and in complete awe. And I I mean we've said it many times. It, it's not fair to say this is an eleven year old engine because with every expansion they've improved it. Mm-hmm. But and every time we say this, I feel like, you know, we say, oh, this is amazing. The graphics and the art and and this is what you get when you get real talented artists uh, to use even a, 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 a less polygon heavy uh, and, and graphics card demanding game. But this time, I, the Stormheim, when you get across a, a certain part of the zone and you you see the holes of Valor and and you see that giant mountain with the thing carved into it it's so breathtaking i i i stopped and just looked like i haven't in a, in a long while in in this game yeah not only that but it looks big enough this is one thing i always had problems with in the past with some of the dungeons is that when you go to the entrance of those dungeons and you look at it you're like okay well this is just an artifice because i'm going to zone into something but even nax ramus it's like well it's not that big it's kind of like this little pyramid if you really could be in there you might fit 50 people in a table in there yeah, t- Naxxramas was tiny compared yeah. to like, the outside of Naxxramas that you're flying up to it with it's magic. minuscule it's magic. compared to the Yeah, the, the, the interiors are nowhere near the realization of what, you know, how tiny the outside looks. Uh, the Halls of Valor, though, or Valor, as, as Patrick says, uh, <laughs> is breathtakingly huge on the outside. And it's the first time I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was like the uh, too early, but eventually a raid. Like I had forgotten Halls of Valor was on the dungeon list, not the raid list. It's just such a big, expansive, huge looking thing that I thought, well, I won't be seeing that for a few months. And then I get to the end of that thing and Odin does this thing and tells me where to go and stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go in here now. And for the first time ever, the exterior matches the interior. And not only that, the little zone-in portal part, you can see beyond it and see the first mobs you're going to have to kill walking around. And yeah, that's cool. It's super rad. Like, it's... it's So, so, so to, put, to tack on to what Patrick said about creating the fantasy again, they have gone out of their way to make characters and classes feel like the real thing that they're supposed to be. Um, they have tiny details, even in the smallest little things about how you get your artifact weapon or where you have to go report next or how you interact with the people in your, in your guild hall. Uh, and the guild halls also aren't all halls. Some are outside, some are inside. Some don't even look like a hall. The hunter one just looks like camp. Like we're just camping up there with all the hunters. (laughs) But if you go to the, you know, if you're a mage, you got a serious freaking guild hall in there. And you're way up on the top of, of Dalaran, which is insane. And all these just little details 
uh, including things like the way that they handled that dungeon. I'm sure all the other dungeons, which I have not seen yet. Uh, it's just really, really meticulous and impressive on almost mm-hmm. every level. And I know we do this every expansion. We talk about all the stuff we've seen so far in the first week, and we're all flipping out and falling over ourselves talking about it. But something is special here, and I want to make a really big point about that right after I hit this button. All right, let's talk about this for real. Uh, I know I haven't heard this backlash yet, but I'm, I'm, part of me expects a small part of the player base, maybe a vocal minority, to be a little upset in retrospect, having seen what they're now seeing with Legion and having played what they played in Warlords and, and coming to the realization as I have, and again, I don't resent this. I'm totally fine with it. I totally get it. But I've come to the realization that Warlords was the most stopgap uh, content they've ever made. It was small in the first place. It was never had never had a long tail. We had huge swaths of time with no content. Um, it was the content they did have was meh. Oh, it was okay. The zones were all right. The questing was okay. End game was okay. But for the most part, you know, things like, uh, your, your, uh, I even forgot the name of it now. Cause I'm so, I don't play it anymore. The garrisons. the garrisons, garrisons came and went. Nobody likes them now. In fact, a lot of people feel like that was the stone that sank them to the bottom of the river, blah, 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 blah. I'm now convinced the reason that that all felt that way. I'm a hundred percent sure of this now is because the team was heavy-duty focused on what was next. And what was next was Legion. There is no way they didn't have all hands on deck on this thing because the quality and quantity that is on display here is kind of unbelievable. Um, They have torn asunder all my expectations and gone beyond them. So I I just don't want people... I I know what people are going to do. They're going to say, well, look, well, great. So you charged me 49 bucks for, for half an expansion for Warlords until you had a real expansion ready, which was Legion. They kind of have a point. I think they have a little bit of a point, people who think that. However, water under the bridge, who gives a shit? Because this is great. Legion is real good, and I'm really <laughs> glad they spent the time they needed to on it. I mean, it's it's clear that Warlords was a an expansion that was supposed to last a year. And the, the big problem wasn't that it was too small. The problem was that they stretched it to an, an amount of time that made it... Th- feel you know thin as a sheet of paper it was it i i I loved the experience i had in legion i just was very frustrated for you know half of it uh the other half was was for the last three months yeah oh i'm sorry for warlords yeah yeah. um the the last three months i've been playing or two months i've been playing uh warlords a lot and loving it and the first you know few months the first eight i guess I, i was playing warlords and loving it there was just a year in between that was like that should not have been there. And it was because they've been, you know, semi upfront about it. They wanted to have this expansion last a year and it lasted two. And mm-hmm. that's that's the issue. Um, but even aside from that, I mean, that is a very valid point And I completely agree with it. However, I think even outside of this, it's hard to to really be definitive when you've only had a few days with the expansion. But I really feel like this one has something special. Legion has, I mean, I honestly think that the Valshara zone is the best zone I've ever played in any expansion, including my favorite ones from, you know, maybe Wrath of the Lich King is probably my favorite one. Mm -hmm. It feels like Valshara is one of the best ones. There are so many, but 
The other ones are awesome as well. The story that you go through is so much more intense. The class fantasy we keep referring to because they keep referring to it, but it, it feels so much more personal. Like they're they're speaking to who you are as the character you 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 play in the game, and. It, it's true that they have been talking about doing class-specific stuff for a long time, but they didn't for a very valid reason, which is if they do stuff for a specific class, then only a small portion of the players will will play it, so they'd rather do awesome stuff that everyone's going to play. And that completely holds up. However, having seen what they did with this and very specific to every class and to every uh, spec uh, uh, content, it feels so much more intense than the thing that everyone is going to play. I don't know why, but I, I, it's it's the best time I've had in WoW possibly since I don't know. I don't want to say since the beginning because I don't remember that was half a lifetime ago. But it's it's definitely the best in a long time. Yeah, for for me, that I mean, Lich King is definitely my favorite expansion, and this is this feels the most like Lich King to me since that. Yeah, for me, uh, Lich King's my favorite, but it's creeping up. Like it's, yeah, it's, we're yeah. only a week in and I'm already feeling it in a way that I yeah. haven't felt it. I stayed up till three 30 in the morning the other night. I don't do that with video games anymore. Not cause I'm <laughs> old, but because I just don't, it's not good for me. I'm cranky the next day. I get a wow hangover. I haven't done this in, I don't know, since Lich King, maybe like well, where well, I just Scott, couldn't stop and I didn't know what time it was. Scott, you're older than me and I don't do that anymore because I'm old. So <laughs> I think it's, it's safe to admit that. Uh, yeah. If yeah. I'm up till three now, I am a I'm a useless a hole the next day. Yeah, I'm a piece of garbage in the morning. And my wife comes <laughs> down. This is how it went. So I'm up till three thirty. I don't even see the time going. It's just flying. Uh, I get to the end of the you know I'm I'm I hear and I hear footsteps. I'm like oh shit. I I've woken somebody <laughs> up. I don't know. Maybe I squealed because I got so excited about something I saw. I don't know. I was actually working on the. I think I was working on the mage artifact weapon thing. I I squealed at a key point in <laughs> early on in Volshara when after you. Uh, you talk to three druids and you go back to a certain area and you open a certain portal and a certain someone comes out of it. I may have squealed a little bit. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. That's the only zone I haven't done. Crap. Hmm. I want to go there. Well, I mean, I started it, but I haven't I haven't done anything else except get the weapon. But anyway, so I'm doing that. 3.30 in the morning, footsteps, door opens. My wife's like, what are you doing? I thought you'd left the house or something. And I'm like, <laughs> now I'm feeling bad because she didn't sleep and she could tell I wasn't there. So I said, all right, I'm turning it off. I didn't realize what time it was. I really thought it was like 1130 or something. Turn it all off, went to bed and realized that for me is a sign of when they're back on their on their game. Now, whether, you know, again, like Patrick says, we need another week, another two weeks, another month. We need to see how stuff goes. But as it stands right now, I don't remember having this much fun and wow in a very, very, very long time. Maybe yeah. since the beginning I, for me. I'd like to circle back to to that that class fantasy thing and it's a buzzword but it, it I, there is not a more perfect word to describe what they've accomplished here and what they've dialed into they've really died into that fantasy of playing that class and i feel like they've really brought back the rpg to the mmo mm-hmm. with legion like i feel like i'm role-playing i feel like i am in that role of being a paladin of being a hunter of being whatever class it is that i'm playing um Whereas in Draenor, I just felt like I was it didn't matter who I was. I was just being drug alongside these orcs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Like uh, there's a feeling with the mage now I've never had before. The mage always felt like kind of a hodgepodge to me, like sort of a, well, you're just really a, 
uh, color throwing dude. You know, you're just a guy yeah. who decides if he wants to throw red, <laughs> white. Throwing dude. It's oh, like man. it's like. Do you want to throw? A do you want to throw purple? Do you want to throw red? Do you want to throw white? Just decide and go ahead and throw it. That's kind of how it always felt to me in the past, and that was fine. It's a fine thing. But even in vanilla, I never felt like mages were like mages. You know. But after yeah, going fire mage and getting that sword and figuring out my crap, and I got my three KT balls over my head now. Oh, dude, it feels oh, so I good. I didn't realize the, the three KT balls. I didn't realize they were that. Yeah, it's for, yeah. It's for fire spec. So if you do the fire spec, get right, that right. weapon, you suddenly now no, have No, I that. have it. I have it. Oh, okay. And I'm sure there's a glyph that turns them green, right? Uh, oh, I wish. Are they, is there? <laughs> there probably is. There's a glyph to change the color of like everything now, so I'm sure there's got to be a... Yeah. Maybe an aspect of the an, an appearance of the, of oh, the weapon of the also legendary. changes yeah, the, or the yeah, artifact. That, that's probably what it is. Yeah, because yeah, you don't have glyphs for your artifacts. Yeah. But fire is just anyway. coming at coming out of me like a freaking a nightmare. Like it's just boom, bam, crit this, crit that, <laughs> and it's big sloppy fire, like wet fire. Like the fire I'm chucking looks like there looks like there's pieces of it falling off like lava almost. Like it's it feels yeah. like I am a fire ass mage now. <laughs> <laughs> Please title the episode that. <coughs> yeah, know? it's it's um, and I feel like it's it's, it's personal. We can kind of get into the discussion of you'll never make everyone happy. So I'm sure there's somebody who's not enjoying this aspect of this. But for me, like they dialed into what makes me a fan of Warcraft, which is like the the variety. Mm-hmm. Like when I played Warcraft three for the first time, I got super into Arthas's storyline. I was really drawn into the Night Elf side story. And I could kind of take or leave Thrall's story with Hellscream. It didn't it didn't pull me in as much, but there was enough variety that it's like I could there was a sense of there's a sense of identity in Warcraft three. When mm-hmm. WoW launched, you had a sense of an identity because you picked A in faction and B in race and C in the class within the race that you were playing. Mm-hmm. And I felt like all of that went out the window with Warlords because it was just all orc all the time. And I will be the first to admit that I don't care for the orc aesthetic. I can only take so many nailed together huts before I'm like, please, for the love of God, give me a cultured race that understands architecture and art. Uh, but it, it, it was some, there was something about that in, in Draenor that really did not land with me. Maybe if it had been all elves all the time, I wouldn't have been as critical of it. But I think the fact that it was so one note really hurt it. Yeah. No, I just I don't disagree. And right. and I you like that he... aesthetic. I'm kind of a fan of shit that's nailed together with leather and and, and sticks. <laughs> like I'm I'm kind of that that target. And even I will tell you that that was it was a little much. And part of it wasn't just because it was a little much. It's because then there was this long drag at the end where nothing changed. So all you were left with was was that. And it's me and yeah. my garrison and nobody else really. And this just isn't fun anymore. And I quit playing for a big chunk of time. And now yeah, I, yeah. I now there it's wasn't, also, I'm just obsessed sorry, go now. Go ahead, Patrick. Uh, it's also it, having a lot of the same thing all the time definitely feels uh, uh, repetitive and gets boring. But what you referred to, Garrett, was also also you know made it more fun in the beginning because you did pick you know faction, uh, race, class, and you spent your first few levels. Going through your your initial class, uh, I'm sorry, your Starting initial zone. race zone, mm-hmm. yeah. and we didn't really have that anymore for for a long time, right? Yeah. It, when you were playing a night elf, it was incredibly different from Stormwind. You felt like an alien from another world when you finally arrived to Stormwind. Yeah, and um, and and when I, I remember when I first arrived to, you know, I played a, a, a 
dwarf, I guess, and went to Ironforge. I was like level five or ten and saw Ironforge. It was the the this incredible thing carved into a mountain. And that feeling I haven't had for a long time. And I don't know why. Hmm. Um, I think there was some of it in Wrath. You know, there were some things that you you just looked at and marveled at. Oh, but, God, uh, yeah, the first time you you come in on the boat to Howling Fjord. Oh, there's nothing like so, it. Yeah, there's nothing the like it. I feel like the Horde kind of got shafted on their entrance to both <laughs> zones in Lich King. But if you came in from Stormwind to Howling Fjord, it was just mind-bending. Well, we like, go, so Horde at the time went to Fjord if you picked it. And I remember being absolutely freaking blown away. Like it was almost like you came through and it was like, oh, where, what's this? This isn't even possible. And wow, is it? Like those kinds yeah. of feelings. This is the first time I've felt that way again. And I'm feeling that feeling of start, not starting over, but like, uh, like, yo, mage, guess what? We're going to take, oh, can I say something I appreciate about the mage real quick? This is a small thing. At three, especially at <laughs> the love affair of Scott with his mage. <laughs> For three Only if you make a mage drop or a mage talk drop. Okay, I'll have to make one of those. <laughs> but I but I, I did something last, or that night where I was up till, I guess it was two nights ago, I was up till 3.30 in the morning that um, made it even better because it was 3.30 in the morning because that was the last weapon thing I was working on. Uh, the two other weapons I had gotten previous to this, both Hunter and Druid, were both, uh, they both put you through a bit of a pain in the ass to get it. And by that, I mean, there was this moment, and I don't know about the other classes yet. I plan to do them all because now I love this stuff. But uh, everybody at some point was like, all right, here's the artifact weapon. Oh, we've made it. Everybody, come on over here and grab your weapon, and then you can run off with that. Oh, psych, you, you can't take it yet. I've got it. I'm going to run up this other place. you got to come try to get it again. They've all done that so far, except for the mage. The mage was like straight up. You go to Ice Crown, did some really cool stuff there. Talked to Bolvar. That was awesome. I don't want to spoil anything, but anyway, that was all neat. Uh, did a bunch of stuff on Ice Crown. And when they said my weapon would be there, damn it, it was there. It was there for the <laughs> taking. Or wait, maybe maybe this was in, uh, sorry, no, this was in uh, Karazhan. Sorry, getting them mixed up. No, 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 no. It was, it was in Ice Crown. And, and, and it was there. Of course, there are a few difficulties, but... But, but you know, much easier. Are, it was just there. I could go take it, and I didn't have to like go. Ah, oh, third time's a charm. I got to go chase another asshole that came and stole it. <laughs> anyway, you know this. This just really makes me want to try every class and every uh, artifact quest. I think now. I think the reason they gave us this super easy catch up level everyone to one hundred mechanic with the invasions is that they wanted everyone to have all their characters ready to do all of their artifact quests and discover their uh you know class holes and all of this because i want to do them all they are and i mean i keep saying it but i don't know why it's so uh engaging and why i'm motivated to do all of it i, I don't know why a class specific quest or a spec specific quest is more interesting than a quest that everyone else can do i don't know why but it is and i want to do all of them well and that's what i'm talking about that initial leveling experience in vanilla wow is is brought back in a weird way it's brought back yeah, in, a, it, in a way that i didn't expect i thought i would never feel that way again but in some ways it felt like brand new exciting times and and i'm talking to characters of great fame and and i'm talking to some i've never heard of before and then did some digging and went oh that guy he's from the thing and can i just say this Props to the Forsaken and the Worgen among us. Y'all are getting some story this time around, man. Like, you talked about Night Elves, and that's great. Good for them with their big ears and their freaking bad attitudes. Great. That's great. 
Just kidding. I like those. They're fine. Of all the of all the alliance races, they're probably my favorite. But the worgen, especially up in um, uh, freaking Stormheim, War, uh, worgen and the undead, the forsaken, are getting real stage time. And when's that happened last time? When's the last time we even heard about worgen shit going on? They didn't even get that much stage time in the expansion they were introduced in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I can't even imagine what they could do with gnomes and goblins eventually. Maybe they'll finally get the time they deserve. I don't know. Dude, Mechatork? Mechatork needs to come to Heroes now because <laughs> I want that giant mech suit that he's in. I want that throwing down in the Nexus. Yeah, I'd be all right. I'd take that too. Yeah. Uh, so if you he guys have, have you, so neither of you have been to Stormheim, right? Not yet. No, I have. I've, I've okay. done like 97% of Stormheim. Oh, okay. So you've seen I it. Have, I have not. Then you know the beauty, Patrick, already of the grappling hook. And why that should yes. be in the game forever and never what? leave us again. What? Uh, it I is <laughs> really cool. I mean, it's a small thing. You don't expect like, you know, it, it's it's relatively small. But it's just for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why everything they have done in this expansion so far that we tried again four days in. But everything could be described as, as something mundane that existed in some form uh, before but for some reason it's really fun even a small thing like the grappling hook it's super fun in this instance when you've had like tools and other things like that in, in previous expansions yeah the way it works is so if you felt like it was hard to get around without flying in um draenor this is going to be a great thing for you the only downside is it's not in any other zones but but stormheim which kind of bums me out um i kind of wish it was everywhere but they you know how it is sometimes um garrett where you're in an area and stuff's just hard to get to. You're like, well, wait, do I go around this mountain? Is there a path up this thing? Oh, I've wasted yeah. 10 minutes doing this. Like, it's one of the things that does make you wish they had flying in these zones. Otherwise, I'd actually glad they don't. But those are those one times. In this particular zone, they have these hooks. They're like these glowing hooks sticking out of rocks and out of stuff. Bridges or hard-to-reach places. Or places that are literally unreachable unless these exist there. And you just aim at them. I thought it was a hunter thing because my gun is the thing I aim. Um, but apparently not it's for everybody. You just aim at it, hit the thing from whatever distance you're at, and a big long, uh, a big hook and a chain pops out of you. Fling, fires out like a gun, flies way across, hooks onto that hook, and then you and whatever pet you got just go whoop, just yank up there. Wait, wait, wait a second. Do you do you aim it or do you just click? The you hook? just click the thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I'm an I'm an RP server, so I have to say I, I aim it. Of course. Of course. <laughs> no. Yeah. And and there are some some small like uh, platforming like traversal things. You can find specific treasures if you use it to go in places you didn't think. It's it's super fun. Yeah. It's not. I thought it would actually. Once I saw it and realized what it was, I went, Oh, this might be annoying after a while. It never got annoying. And the only annoying thing to me is that I can't do it in other zones. I really wish that was everywhere because it's a really oh. unique way to, I don't know, to sort of handle that kind of insurmountable, jagged rock kind of zone problem where you don't know where to go or how to get there. That was really cool. And the thing is, I think there's incredible balance in this in this leveling experience. You're never doing the same thing so much that you get bored of it. And, you know, there's your class hole. There's your uh, the equivalent to the uh, missions with the followers, which is super you know, low key, but really fun as well. It the 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 troops mechanic I think works really well. And then you're gonna worry about your ad artifact weapon for a little bit, and then you go back to questing. And then maybe you're gonna do some of your uh, professions quest, which uh, some of them are pretty fun. 
and then you go back to do your other artifact weapon for your other spec. It's it takes you in in you know ten different directions, and all ten are entertaining and well uh, crafted. Do you ever feel so you get the I, feeling that you're you're drowning in content, like you're just I don't know what I want to do next, but I want to do all of it, and it's driving me crazy that I can't or that I want to like, like I should just focus on GURP and go, go, go. And I'm enjoying the hell out of that. And I'm already in my, you know, midway through my second zone and, and I'm 104 or something uh, with him, but I keep going, all right, all right. I'm at a place now. I can, I can chill over here for a minute. I'm going to get that mage out. We're going to go do his thing. And then I'm thinking, well, maybe I should wait because I'm pretty much going to see all these zones with, with GURP and Henry. So why do I want to see him all with this Fleener character of mine. Shouldn't I just wait and do dungeons with him? And then I'm like, well, no, I kind of want to see how he affects the story stuff. And Rah! like, there's, I, I haven't felt this overwhelmed by choices before uh, in the game. Not saying it's a bad thing at all. In fact, it's all good stuff. And I just, I just feel like I want to be, well, I want to be doing it right now. If I'm being honest, like talking to you guys is great. I really like you guys and everything, <laughs> but you know, like when's the last time you felt that way about, wow, it's, I have not felt this way since, I don't know, 2008, 2009. Something like that. I don't know. I I enjoyed the 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 initial experience of of Warlords for sure, and there were a lot of story driven things that were that were fun. Um, but it wasn't as tight. It wasn't as motivating for some I reason. I really hated Frostfire Bridge. Oh my god, <laughs> I hate that zone. That zone can die in a fire. Frostfire even be fine. Yeah, you can die in a frostfire. Yeah, that'd be all right. Uh, I did have a funny That's... thing. I had a funny thing happen with. Uh, um, Oh, now I forgot what I was going to tell you. It was really funny. What was it? Like, oh, I know what it was. So, as you know, with your heroes, your characters that you've got, and their halls, their guild halls, you they all have a shortcut way to get there. So, if I'm a mage, I now have a mage portal to go to whatever it's called, the Guardian's Rest or whatever it is up on top of Dalaran. If I want to do the Grove thing with uh, What's-His-Beak, I can just go do that with the Druids, right? There's a quick way to get wherever you need to go when you need to go back to your class hall and do some business. The Hunter Lodge up in High Mountain didn't have an obvious one. And so what I thought had to happen there, even though there's a portal there to go back to Dalaran, no matter where else I'm at, including Dalaran, I thought my only option was to hop on a taxi and fly my way over there. Which, by the way, is interesting because the taxis from Dalaran are no longer uh, just the mount that's there. It pulls a random flying mount from your from your uh, collection, which I think is interesting. Because it, yeah, it pulls every, from your favorites. Yeah, from your favorites. So every time you go, it'll pop a favorite. And I have almost all minor favorites So because I try to do the random thing. Anyway, so you'll fly over there in your mecha thing or whatever it is you know, you've got in your favorites. Um, so anyway, I was doing that, paying four gold or whatever for it. And it's like a four-minute flight. It's kind of a bummer. And I just kept thinking, this is lame. How come everyone else gets a portal, but the hunter's got to freaking hoof it out to High Mountain? I'm a dumbass. I walk up to Dalaran, one, just one of these, like, I don't know, fifth or sixth time I've got to fly out there. And I'm just walking around, and I notice out of the corner of my eye, there's a big, tall Torin lady, who, by the way, John Jagger of the uh, uh, Realm Maintenance podcast refers to as uh, the <laughs> female Torins look like big question marks. I don't know why I said that. I'm just throwing it out. I think it's funny. Anyway, she's standing there, and she's got an eagle next to her. I'm like, well, what are they doing? And there's nothing over their heads, and there's nobody told me to go talk to them. So I went over there and right-clicked her, and she goes, oh, you're looking for a bird to take you over to the lodge? Well, I'm like, well, shit, yes. So I click on that, and I think, oh, well, this will just be free. She'll be my free way to get over there, but I still got to fly. No, it's like a portal. It takes off and immediately zones you in. I was oh, so man. freaking yeah, irritated. Like, we, oh, we, we just another, did uh, 
Pixels, we were talking about this, and my co-host there had the exact same issue. Oh, so apparently, it's not uncommon. Now, I, 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 I just didn't it read on the, your, the right text. It, it's not even mar- It's not marked on anything, but I probably missed something I read somewhere. I think because yeah, right. I didn't notice originally, but like probably my fifth time bringing up the Dalaran map, like hitting M, not on the mini map, bringing up your full map. My portal for my class hall is marked. It's super easy to miss because it's like overlaid on top of one of the structures because it's in one of the horde buildings. Mm. But uh, I'd be curious next time you're there, see if it's on the map. Maybe it is. It. Maybe this whole time it was on the map and I didn't even notice that. I mean, I always I thought I'd checked all that stuff. I thought I'd looked in every room. I just thought I had it all figured out. And then finally people in the chat, you're blowing people's minds in the chat room right now. Oh, because they didn't know <laughs> yeah, either. Chat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mil- <laughs> mil- 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 yeah apparently you're not the <laughs> only God, one. I never knew that. I've been taking the taxi. Exclamation now, now, I'm going to say this, uh, which sounds this may sound a little funny. Like I sounds like it's something I should be irritated about. And I kind of was at the time, but I'm actually kind of I kind of like that I had to run into it. I kind of like that it wasn't handholdy. It wasn't a thing. It said, ah, now you're a true hunter. Here's a floating icon down into your glowy bar. So, you know, we put a thing there and it's an ability now, like most of them do with the teleporters yeah. and stuff. It was just like, man, figure it out, dumbass. You're supposed to be a rad hunter. <laughs> <laughs> like what's how good are you and and here's the funny thing when you zone in with other characters uh, uh lady torrin and, and eagle are not there they don't show up for them but if you're a hunter they're in the zone and uh that's the other way it looked weird is like oh, that's probably why i never noticed her because i kept running past as the mage and she was never there but now she is anyway it's a very it's an odd thing but i i kind of liked it and now that i have it it just feels like a discovery you know like yeah, and now that all these people are reacting like this way in the chat room, and probably some people listening uh, after the fact, I feel even more cool about it. Like I discovered something way before you chuckleheads did. So take that, you bastards! Um, nice. I want to talk about Halls of Valor real quick. So um, I was under the understanding that that aesthetic of that zone was only for um, the starting stuff for uh, warriors, and I was wrong. I didn't realize it was just a straight up dungeon, and I don't know why I had that confusion in my head, but I did. And did that zone, and I'm absolutely, utterly freaking blown away by all of it. And it's making me want to just make a warrior. And I don't have a warrior at 100. I don't have a boosted one. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I need to see more of what's going on with those guys. Um, that is a gloriously beautiful dungeon. And as if it's, if it's some sort of indication of what we can expect visually and uh, structurally out of our raids coming, we are in for some special endgame. Because it is incredible in there and right cool stuff has always been really neat yeah and they just are so detailed in the armor and these things there's this one guy maybe he was a part of a quest but there was like this vampire vicral guy i had to kill i don't even know what he was i almost wrote his name down because he just impressed me so much but there's so much stuff happening up there that all i want in the future is i want playable vicral you're gonna have to make him a little shorter some storyline about him getting shrunk or whatever because he can't fit through doors and stuff they're way too tall but gosh dang it, they're cool, man. I would be, I'll tell you this, if Vikral go Alliance, I'm totally going Alliance to play Vikral. <laughs> I, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, this This expansion has made me wish that many races were added. Vikral need to be a thing. Nightfallen need to be a thing. Mm-hmm. So the Nightfallen are, are really, did you, so you didn't play through Azuna. Not did yet. You? I no, have no, that's not the yet. first place I, I've completely finished Azuna. I have not okay. seen it yet. So, uh, uh, so, okay, no spoilers, but there's one character one night following that you yeah. you meet up with is it and uh, he, i've been calling him senior crackhead <laughs> yes that yeah. is he that is, is the my one. all he's my new favorite 
character in, in Warcraft. Can you clear I something up for me? I, are the Nart just just from a guy who doesn't really know? Are the Nightfallen the ones that were in the ancient city in Suramar? Yes, when, basically. B- before they before they domed it off and and went a little crazy in there. Is that the deal? So you know you know how the the Blood Elves are kind of addicted to mana. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine that on crack. It's like they're, Imagine they're a night elf is now Gollum's. Okay. All yes. right. So my precious they, level stuff. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But but you know they're also elves, so they're they're noble. They were noble at one point, and so that one character, I really hope we see more of him. Yeah. Um, I do he, too. He is amazing. Yeah. 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 There's there's a another version of night nightfallen though that are not as like uh, withdrawn conscious. Yeah. They just look like really cool night elves like super night elves uh i want that as a playable character model they look sweet does malfurion ever act like um he's not just a hippie uh freaking oregonian with fancy donuts and realize that his brother's all up in this again like does that ever do we ever get a little piece of that because every moment i spent with malfurion is oh yes look at the beautiful thing i'm gonna turn into a deer and sit on me please like he's just not (laughs) and he doesn't really know what's going on to me and it's just no, a, he's all right. That's yeah. Malfurion, man. Actually, I, I'm not a Malfurion <laughs> fan. I'm 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 hashtag Team Illidan. All right. Yeah. Who is it? I mean, as I've said many times, Illidan is the only one who gets what's happening. Well, uh, sadly, but that's actually a little bit. Sadly, Taranda is not hashtag Team Illidan. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's, I, I, but you know, if they did end up together, maybe Illidan wouldn't have done all the things he did. Yeah, and that's important yeah but we need yeah. him now right we need him to be who yeah. he is now he's the he's, and so he's the that's maybe story-wise the, the a very very slight uh worry not worry but the note that i would make it's you know how the legion is really everywhere and invading azeroth and uh pouring out of the tomb of sargeras because they opened a portal well, they're not really going to the Broken Isles, apparently. We, I don't know why we're there. I guess, yes, to, to get the Pillars of Creation. But we don't see a lot of Legion. Um, it's almost like they, they were like, guys, we had so many orcs in Warlords. Let's make sure we don't make the same mistake uh, with Legion and make everything about demons. Mm. And they sort of almost didn't make any demons, so it feels there's a little bit of a disconnect there. It feels like but, the start um, of a, it feels like the start of Azuna is very Legion heavy though, and the beginnings. The yeah. beginning, Stormheim has it its is. moments. I mean, it has places up there where you're like, oh, geez, they really infiltrated this thing or whatever. It is. It yeah, is a little bit, but it's not invasion, right? It. I will. I think it was smart though, especially if you were considering players' experience leading up to it so if you were taking part in the legion invasions it's kind of nice that it's not just well all right legion invasions are over time for the expansion and more of legion invasions here's <laughs> yeah, all for the sure. things you just spent four weeks seeing or three weeks or however long that thing was going on for yeah i'm i'm gonna agree with that i'm i'm actually kind of nice it's kind of nice to have the break plus <clears throat> i think they'll have plenty you know there's plenty to come with legion business but i'm fine with the world being fleshed out and meshed around a little like there's a it's really i think for me on this it's just variety they're succeeding through variety yeah not just variety like like grindy variety like really Mm -hmm. good quality variety variety that is tempting to go do while you're already working on really good quality variety it's not yeah it's it's in both presentation and actual mechanics yeah so so patrick again you're right about the year-long content thing with warlords i totally agree with you but I am telling you, this is where they were spending their time. 
And and I think they had to have made at some point a conscious decision when Warlords was was dragging on and they weren't ready to do what they needed to do or to make Legion faster. At some point, they had to have made a decision. Like Chilton and Hazakostas or whoever got together and said, you know what we're going to have to do? It's just going to have to be face down, let's go, dig in, make Legion the best thing it can be, and we're going to have to take some fire for the next six months until we get there. And I think they did. Yeah, but it's not... I mean, yeah, I, I agree with this. That's probably the way they did it. But it's not like for the previous expansions, they were like, oh, we'll just do this little thing and just throw it away. They always try to do the best thing they can. They always try to do an awesome experience. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why this time it's awesomer. Um, but, it, you know, I, I take a little bit of an issue with the idea that they decided that this one was going to be for real and the other ones, you know, some of the other ones were kind of jokey or throw away. I don't, I don't subscribe to that uh, characterization. Mm. You may be right. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like they were just like abandoning it, but the feeling is definitely there. Like the feeling of, whoa, the feeling this, that's is, a, yeah. this is because what you were doing. You know? Every expansion has had too long of a tail at the end of it mm-hmm. across the board, including Lich King. Sure. Um, but at least, in, like, it, I don't think it was enough. I'm not saying it was it was it was enough to satiate how long it took to get to Pandaria, but even in Lich King, at least they gave us the Ruby Sanctum. At least they threw us some semblance of a bone. Like Draenor, it really was like, sorry, mm-hmm. hope you like what's currently there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, I think Dungeon yeah. Finder might be a little borked right now uh, for those who are trying to oh, do some. Came after Lich King. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no, Thanks. you're right. Yeah, that's fine. Little order problem it's not your you know look you're a human being uh but anyway the <laughs> the dungeon thing we tried to do last night john and i and we got in there and it said 59 minute wait we went way past that and it still never did it when i did the dungeon earlier as a dps i got in immediately and when we tried to requeue it said eight minutes so i think something's up uh hmm. with the i mean uh, I'm, the queues. I'm i'm tanking so i'm having no issue whatsoever finding groups but yeah, yeah same here you guys are getting in right <laughs> away but even the, the dps earlier in the day i mean seriously like i was in so and and other people were saying that too. So I think something was weird. Uh, the servers did get or Blizzard got generally speaking attacked all over, not just this game, but uh, their services got attacked by DDoS attacks and coordinated stuff all through launch and even some last night. Um, there was a weird bug in the game that I think Patrick had the air. I had the air. It was after a server yeah, kickoff. Yeah, a lot of people did. There was a hot fix that that fixed it, and all you had to do was kill your cache. But they told me. Because it happened to me before they had the fix. Uh, they said I had to get rid of that, my WTF, and my interface folder. And have those all recreated. And they were right. I did some testing to make sure, see if I only needed one or more of those. And it needed all three. Which was a huge bummer because I had to go back in and totally reconfigure. I mean, graphic settings are no big deal. But I had to go <clears throat> reconfigure any mods that I wanted on there and all that. So that was a pain in my butt. Um, but now that problem seems to be solved. I say all this... With the, with the idea of then saying this is maybe the cleanest launch they've ever had. Um, I it's can't... been very solid, yeah, especially really considering the difficulties they've had in the weeks leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the D, I mean, the <clears throat> DDoS attacks are, are not their fault, and they seem to be very quick about, you know, solving whatever needs to be solved to get people back on their feet. Um, but I haven't had any, other than that, you know, a couple of moments where the server, I just couldn't get in. It lasted not very long. I was back in. I've never lost an item. Never had a quest go weird. I haven't had servers break for no reason. I haven't, ha- I haven't had a queue on a very popular server, um, even at night. Like I'm very impressed. Those, their tech people killed it. 
and there are some blue yeah. blue posts that seem to support that. They they a lot of people at Blizzard seem to think this is the the best rollout they've had, and it's because of a lot of sleepless nights for a lot of behind the scenes people you don't hear about. So, rats to those guys. Yeah, they did a great job. Uh, Patrick, what about the artifact weapon problem? And that got fixed too, but I I didn't want to miss this. What happened? <laughs> That was super funny. There was uh, a guy that went to the forum um, to to complain a druid. Uh, he said, uh, "I'm I'm gonna quote him. I can't do the druid artifact quest because I'm hostile with the Scenarian Circle. Arch druid Hamel Runtiltim won't speak to me. Can you guys turn him into a neutral faction NPC, please? I know this is karma for the hours spent murdering Moonglade guards." But this is literally bearing me entry from WoW Legion. I'm oh. pretty sad now. <laughs> oh God, I love. I wish that was intentional. I know it's not. I wish that was intentional. That's the best thing I've ever heard. That's pretty great. This is really funny. Really funny. So, and uh, and it got fixed. The the guy can do his quest. Uh, it got yeah. fixed. Every, basically, the Scenarian Circle has uh, forgiven forget. everyone for everything. But, yeah. Uh, Tell us, uh, also tell me about, I guess, uh, uh, Oakenheart and the Darkheart Thicket has plenty of dad jokes. Since I haven't seen him yeah. yet, you want to explain that guy? What's going on with him? So the dark the, the Darkheart Thicket is the uh, end zone for Balshara, and uh, there's one boss in it that's uh, a giant uh, tree end, oak tree, mm-hmm. uh, oak heart, sorry, uh, and he is the father of the forest. And as you're fighting him, he's actually telling you, like, seriously telling you like things about the fight and like taunting you and stuff with dad jokes sweet it is awesome it is fantastic i'm not going to spoil them but look for them when you when you go in the uh the dark heart thicket it I'm is doing that amazing. later today i look forward to it yeah i yeah, want to uh, really i want to do that whole zone that's the zone i avoided because i thought it would be too i don't know too many hippies in that zone or whatever like i'm not really into the whole druid hippie thing <laughs> as much as some people are but i there are a bunch of hippies yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm not a big druid fan either but i do like the the aesthetic it's a very pretty zone yeah it's really pretty and i do like this this new uh, uh druid that i'm playing and i'm very tempted to do more of them and now i'm just kind of i'm actually kind of stuck at this place where i feel like since i'm i'm not really going to hit 110 unless i take gurp through all of the zones close to that anyway uh I should do that with him, experience all that stuff firsthand there. But am I going to want to do all that same content again with the, uh, these other alts? I don't think I, I don't think I probably am. I'll probably just do dungeons or something. So, yeah, if you, I think that's one of the, the issues maybe. I think you can get to 110 by doing just three zones, but then you need to get the pillar of creation for the th- fourth one anyway. So you're going to have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think three zones is enough, especially if you do all the quests and you do some of your uh, uh, in, uh, uh, ah professions quests, mm-hmm. uh, which also give you XP, of course. Uh, by the way, have you Ed, do? Does any of you guys do uh, inscription? Is that the no, name of the profession? No, no. But I got a. I'm tempted, but no. Do you? Okay, I do, and I went through a, a few quests, and there's one. I guess this is minor spoilery. It's not. It's just about the one quest, but F it. I'm just going to say it. At some point, they make you write a steamy romance novel. What? Like you, what? I, yeah, I know. It is amazing. <laughs> it's oh. amazing. 
That's, Hold on a if second. You, Hold on a second. I'm uh, guessing it's what? Like a tree dialogue where you get to decide what kind of line the next part is, that sort yes, of thing? Okay. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but it's it's so funny. I mean, <laughs> it's it's really just if you have uh, your inscription profession, just go and do the quest. It, and there's tons of little things like this. It's genuinely like a, a few times I actually laughed out loud uh, playing the game. So yeah, for been, some... Uh, go ahead. I was going to say Joel Crafting is great too. Uh, you it? go out with... Um, did, have either of you done Joel Crafting or if you did, did you do it during Lich King? I did not. Uh, yes, I did. I think I, I... That was a period of my raiding career where we had a guy on our team that Joel Crafted everyone, everything for everyone else. So I never gotcha. had to worry about it. It was nice. Patrick, do you remember uh, the pimped out looking gentleman in the jewel crafting store <laughs> in, uh, in, in, uh, in Lich Dalaran? Dalaran? I, no, I don't. Okay, well, he, he's got the, the purple velvet everything and the zebra hat. Uh, he's named Timothy oh, Jones. Oh, yes. And you yes. get to go on quests with Timothy Jones in Azuna. And he is <laughs> a smooth, jive-talking turkey. I love him. <laughs> he is fantastic. It's so funny. That's awesome. Uh, it's a, the things they've done with with profession quests have really been fantastic. Well, overall, they're better. Like I'm, I I do some leatherworking and mail stuff with uh, with GURP always have, but I've always just sort of not cared. And with uh, garrisons, I cared even less because now it was just like, well, I just you know kind of get what I need here and not worry about it. Um, I'm way back into it because of the questing. They were very smart to do that stuff. In fact, a lot of that questing starts by uh, an animal or something like my my skinning quest, or I was out skinning. And one of these animals dropped some rare piece of leather that started a quest. And I clicked it and it said, ah, meet so-and-so in Dalaran. He's going to help you do the dude, the, do the thing. So you go to Dalaran, go talk to your leather dude. And he gives you a quest and he sends you on this rad story that's totally unrelated to anything else. And I didn't expect any of that. I thought I was still going to be bored with professions. I might actually be on board this time. Um, the only question I it's have for you guys actually- is, do you think it's worth starting a new profession? Because I've got a mage who for some reason I chose mining and blacksmithing with. That's fine if I'm just trying to make stuff to sell in the auction house. But when I want to make my own stuff, I'm screwed. So, again, this is a way old thing I did forever ago and wasn't thinking about it. So if I just start over with, like, you know, freaking cloth and that, am I going to hate my life for doing that? No, because basically you can start any profession at any point in Legion, and you can start with the Legion items from level one. So you really don't care what profession level you are you can just start doing legion stuff but at least you don't have to go through old content that's what i was asking and so if that's true i might actually care about freaking that stuff for once in the in the first time since vanilla i might care about uh crafting in the game i will i will i would argue maybe you know give it a month because right now selling that stuff at the beginning of the expansion is probably going to net you a lot of gold Mm mm-hmm so maybe don't take the time to level a new a new thing right now. Yeah. Maybe just sell your ore, make a bunch of bank, and once once the once the bottom drops out of the market, then swap over. Yeah, there's always really weird stuff on the auction house at the stage. I found a helm that was a huge upgrade for me for ten gold buyout, and uh, the <laughs> one right. the one right next to it was like nine thousand gold buyout. Yep. So yep. some I got just the right time, right place, got a super deal wearing a rad new helm and no one's the wiser and 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 you're right so like the weird volatility is probably going to continue for another week or two and then i actually bought a bunch of rose overpriced ore uh and sold it for a profit so thanks ro <laughs> his I, overpriced, I you made money gold. on top of his overpriced ore yep yep because he was un, he was underpriced for the market at the time we're talking like i think it was like 10 a.m yeah tuesday yeah eastern time so it had not been out long 
and I, I had gotten my first kind of full stack. Well, stacks to obscene amounts now, but I had gotten more than 20 of, of ore. So I was like, I'm just going to go chuck this on the auction house. So I, I searched it to see what it was going for. And, and row was like a good hundred gold under the next guy. So I was like, well, I'm going to buy all of rows and then add it to mine and then sell it. And uh, so thanks for that, bro. Nice, jo- nice job, bro. <laughs> Could have made more money in the first place. Well done. Uh, <laughs> that, that being said, it is now going for way less than it was at 10 a.m. <laughs> on course. launch day. Of course. All right. Yeah. Uh, last thing I wanted yes, to Yes, please. I was going to ask if we had anything else we wanted to add. What else you got? I love how they're using the old world or the previous expansion's content. Mm. I love that we're going back to old places, revisiting in many different, you know, for different reasons and for different occasions. But and it and they're not overdoing it. It's just every once in a while you go there, you do one thing, you just look around, and you're like, oh yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to the broken eyes. I I love that they have this this old world uh, integrated into every little piece of of the game. I had to go back and um, see the what the hell's the prophet villains place called again. I never go there. What's this? The thing? Exodar. The Exodar. The Exodar. I haven't been to the Exodar. Yeah, don't spoil. Don't spoil. I won't. I won't. But I'll just say I I haven't been to the Exodar since probably Burning Crusade. Seriously. I just don't go there for mm-hmm. anything. Back when we were raiding, like, um, you know, faction leaders uh, to get mounts and stuff, I would maybe yeah, make go. it there. But not very often. Usually that was Stormwind only or, you know, we didn't care about the other ones. So going there was just like, oh, yeah, this place is kind of rad. I've forgotten how cool this is. And. And I even think the Prophet Villain's kind of cool, and you know, like there's stuff they're 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 managing to re-earth, re-uproot. What's the word? Um, create new interest in stuff that they just haven't shown in a long time. No one thinks yeah. about the space goats very often. Nobody thinks about wargans. <laughs> I mean, I feel like wargans are just kind of like made and then forgotten in some ways. The only way I really have a connection to them is freaking Gray Mane and Heroes, and then these new, uh, you know, these these uh, in-game cinematics come out. During the first couple of pre weeks before the expansion, you're like, "Oh my gosh, look at Greymane now! Look what's going on with them! I hope we'll get more of that." I had no idea. The undead, what since Wrathgate, have we had anything interesting with the undead? No. Yep. And now there's all this stuff, and it's across the board. And and I even say I made the comment earlier about not enough gnomes or or uh, goblins, but there's some seriously funny goblin shit going on. Like every <laughs> once in a while, like the mage thing where they got to get the portal goblin in again. No spoilers, but. <laughs> You got to go talk to him out in the streets. And oh my gosh, I was just like, that's right. Yeah, that was really funny. It was really well handled. So I don't know who's in charge over there or what changed, but something's going on at Blizzard where this expansion is just getting all the love. And they, it's crazy. They brought a lot of that, that race specific charm in with Cataclysm. But the problem was it was all in the, in the starting zones. Mm-hmm. They redid the starting zones. And if you didn't go and do them, you missed it. So you missed all the cool stuff with the Worgen. You missed all the cool stuff. Uh, with the Forsaken, that if you haven't gone back and done the Forsaken Zone post Cataclysm, you owe it to yourself. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, I think bringing that into current level content in Legion is an absolute success. Yeah, it's impressive. Um, we'll see. I how, wonder. You know. I really wonder if it's if if something changed in the team. If they got together one day and they were discussing, you know, what works and what doesn't work in the game in its current current state, maybe two or three years ago. And they said, all right, this is the direction we need to go. And these are the design goals that we have for this expansion. And everything that we do should be informed by those goals. I wonder if that's what happened or if they just got insanely lucky and they had a bit more time this time and and everything they've done worked out. 
I, I, I guess we won't know until the next expansion. Yeah. But um, good point. But yeah, it's I, I would be very curious to know what happened. I would, too. Yeah. And I and I and I don't I mean, I, as much as I don't know, it's an 11 year old game at some point as Blizzard has evolved and as it's got its hands on so many other cookie jars and so many old hands that have been there for so long have recently moved on. You know, you had Greg, Greg Street at the end of 2013. You had, um, you know, a handful of other people, including, you know, Rob Pardo, who was up, upper management, but still an influence at the company. Uh, various people kind of across the board, especially on the WoW team, moving on to other internal WoW or, uh, Blizzard products or moving out of the company entirely. So there's been some churn and some turnover. And I'll bet there's just new faces and existing team who all sat down and said, look, let's bring back the glory of this thing. It doesn't have to feel like we've been at this for 11 years and we're just maintaining. Like, I want that meeting to have had happen because the results feel like it. There's a passion here that I haven't felt in a while. And I don't know if it's Hazakostas and his very uh, amplified influence on this particular expansion. And knowing his backstory is so crazy. He was a fan. He had led one of the biggest guilds ever. And they brought him in because of that. And and now, you know, I'm starting to think he may be your magic card in the hand over there. Like, what, whatever... He's been the front face of all of this for so long, for this for this expansion and for this news cycle. I'm pretty sure he's the guy. Uh, and and I heard from someone, I can't say names because this was off air and kind of not supposed to mention it, but it's somebody who would know, say that they believe Ian is the key reason. They think that he is the, the fire under all of, this, all of this stuff right now. And if that's true, Maybe. well, pay that guy a lot of money is, and keep him on board, you know, never let him go. Yeah. If, if he is, give that guy a promotion because he deserves it. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. And, but, you know, I, I really think that from my experience with, with the game and the team and the company, everything's really a team effort. And I, I have a hard time imagining one person would be responsible for all of this. Right. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's it's the direction given by one one individual that made everything better. It's possible. Well, leadership matters. And if, if you've got good leadership, you know, everything else can follow. So I. I, I will I will just say I'm very jazzed about everything that we're seeing so far. It's got me more energized about the show than I've been in a very long time. Like it's it's got this cascade effect on me where I'm like sitting down with the kids, watching the cutscenes. Nick, come over here, you gotta see this. Like moments I haven't had since they were little and I was playing vanilla. So keep it up, Blizzard. Whatever it is, magic sauce. Okay, we're gonna take a quick sponsor break and we're gonna be right back with more. Stay tuned. So how do you guys feel like you look in a suit? I don't mean just some suit you got off some cheap rack somewhere. I mean like a real suit. One fitted for you specifically. Oh, you don't know? Because you've not done that before? Well, hey, why don't you start doing that now? Go to Indochino.com. That's spelled, by the way, by the way, I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com. And uh, check them out. They're one of the largest made-to-measure menswear brands. And they're making it easier for men to get a great fitting, high quality suit and shirts at an incredible price. Here's how it works. You go to Indochino.com or drop by one of their nine North American showrooms. They actually have those as well. Pick from hundreds of fabrics and patterns. Choose your customizations from lapels to pleats to jacket linings and more. Submit your body measurements. Kick back, relax and get ready to step into the best, most stylish suit you've ever worn in just about four weeks. No big deal. Piece of cake. Here's all you have to do this week only. 
Get any premium Indochino suit for just $389. That's 50% off by using the code INSTANCE at checkout at Indochino.com. Again, 50% off. That's off the regular price of made-to-measure premium suits. And the shipping's free, by the way, and so is your satisfaction or your money back. That's Indochino.com and the promo code INSTANCE for any premium suit for just $389 and free shipping. You'll never have to worry about bad-fitting suits again. Indochino.com and the code INSTANCE. Okay. I want to talk about Heroes briefly. There's a new map and it's awesome. You played it, Garrett? Oh, no. I didn't run as fast as my legs would carry me to try the StarCraft II Battleground coming to yeah. Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, I know. It's a d- <laughs> it was a dumb question before I even asked it because... I know, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm ecstatic. I know, of your, I know of your love for that stuff. It's a little snowball-y, but it's a pretty rad map. Um, we've got another few days before release, probably. Wait, weren't they talking about this Tuesday? This Tuesday, right? Or is it next... Uh, well, whatever it is. It's on the PTR right now. Played a bunch of it. It's super good. It's really weird in a way. It feels like you're playing. It feels like you're playing StarCraft. Like I don't know. It's kind of. It's mm. odd. That aesthetic is so not normally in the game. Everything is so fantasy based in the game currently. That map is it throws you for a real loop. But it's cool. Yeah, we we um we did a custom game last night. So this is my first time playing uh, Braxis Holdout. It's the name of the battlegrounds. My first time playing Braxis Holdout where it was somewhat coordinated on both sides. Yeah. And it was extremely close. Mm. It's a very close game. It, it felt I thought it was about to become snowball because they got the first two 100% pens in a row. And I was like, oh, no, how are we going to do this? But with, like, coordination, that game went long. And we almost turned it around and won it. It came down to the wire. So for people who don't know what we're talking about, this is uh, a new map that is based in the StarCraft universe. It's part of their StarCraft Machines of War event. And it features a way to unleash a bunch of Zergs, basically create a Zerg rush uh, as the map mechanic. And it is mm-hmm. intimidating and scary as hell when that yeah, happens. You have to hold two points and mm-hmm. it charges up a percentage. Um, and it charges up quite fast, I must say. If you hold both points, that percentage goes up really quick. Mm-hmm. And um, so both teams can, like, what, whoever hits 100 first, that triggers the Zerg rush. Um, but both Zerg pens are opened and released. So say you got like 75% and the opposing team got 100, you still get 75% of a Zerg rush. The other team's rush is just stronger. What is hilarious and what makes it feel snowbally is if you get 0%, your Zerg rush consists of three Zerglings. <laughs> and the opposing one is like Ultralisks, Guardians, Zerglings, Hydralisks. It, Broodlords, it, 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 it dude. They're freaking Broodlords in the back line. It's amazing. Uh, they're, 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 they're Guardians. They're not Are they Broodlords. Guardians or they're Broodlords? They're Guardians. They're Guardians. They're the old flying crabs from, from Brood War. Oh, those are the ones I'm thinking of. Why am I calling yeah. them Brood? No, Broodlords are the new ones, right? Yeah, Brood War, Broodlords are from StarCraft II and they throw, they shoot the little Broodlings. Yeah, this one, you're right. These ones are just long, long range green goo. But I used to siege with those in... Uh, the second game and just or what well, the second game the expansion brood uh, brood war or brood yeah mm-hmm. brood war and i destroyed fools man like i miss that unit is all i'm saying so to see them coming over the hill and heroes and fighting them with jaina proudmore is something else it's really cool people should check it yeah, out they, they look like giant flying crabs mm-hmm. yeah they have a you, the map has a case of the crabs that's for sure it, yes it does quite itchy it's quite itchy <laughs> patrick you know all about that um i don't know why i said that <laughs> Hearthstone. Yeah, it was mean. I don't know why I said that. 
<laughs> just uh, had this idea in my head. Patrick, I'm just on- gonna, I'm just gonna rise above, rise <laughs> above. Take, take that high road. Uh, Hearthstone's new wing is out. How is it, Garrett? I assumed you played it. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's it's really easy. Um, like mm. most of this adventure has been. Mm. Uh, but I, I think, I think Karazhan is a solid second place for me in terms of quality of adventures. You'd give it to the Explorers deal first. Oh, League of Explorers, yeah. League of Explorers is just, it was so fantastic mm. across the board. It was Hearthstone getting to do their own thing. They weren't beholden to something that existed in Warcraft previously. Yeah, that's true. Um, and they got to really kind of let their own flavor just 100% do the heavy lifting. And I think it was extremely successful. And that isn't to say that I don't want them to see them go back to existing Warcraft content and put the Hearthstone spin on it. Yeah. I enjoy that too. Mm-hmm. But I, I hope when the next adventure comes around that it's, it's, it's all Hearthstone, baby. Uh, one other thing I was going to say about it, what was it? It was that, oh, it's just nice to see that some of those characters now are making their ways, their way into WoW. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Also, characters that exist already in WoW, like Malfurion, if you click on him, he says, I must protect the wild. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just one-to-one a Hearthstone quote yep. at this point. Yep. Uh, Jaina also said, oh, what was her line? In the scenario, you hear Jaina rattling off the exact same emotes that she yells in Hearthstone. Oh, well, she's not doing the emotes she does in Heroes. She's happy in Heroes. She's a pisser in Legion. My gosh, somebody give that, give her a sandwich and sit her down for a minute. Let's just have a nice long conversation. You can't be all negative all the time. Theramore was bad. I get it. But you yeah, just... Yeah, here, Jaina, eat oh, a Snickers. She's a little cranky. So upset, man. I, I've, heard, I've heard some really interesting theories because I, I don't know if you remember we, you went on about this uh, last week or the week before. Yeah, I keep going and off about it. And some people responded <laughs> to this with interest, very interesting theories about things that are I'm they, not going to mention or spoil. Because I just keep reading that she's going to be the next bad guy. And I'm like, it's Blizzard doing the Fallen Hero storyline. Is that... Okay. If no, it goes there that were... Route, I'm going to be supremely disappointed. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't want to spoil the potential, right. uh, like, very thin ideas that people have gathered from very silly clues. but uh, She's not going to be the yeah. Lich Queen or something dumb like that, right? Oh, no. Not, I'm not I'm <laughs> not one of the theories? Oh, man. She All just right. goes up and kicks Bolvar in the shin and takes his helm. <laughs> I'm the new Lich King. He's like, all right, fine. I was on fire anyway. This is a bad place for me. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, more on Hearthstone, of course, at the Angry Chicken. So if, uh, we, we just touch on it here on the show. But if you want to get a deeper look into the world of Hearthstone, of course, uh, check that out. And of course, Into the Nexus for Heroes of the Storm. Garrett also hosts that show. I host the show called Core. And uh, there's lots of hero stuff to talk about there. Real quick, tiny little note on uh, uh, the Diablo front. Nothing's changed. Season seven's going. All that stuff's fine. But I just wanted to make a recommendation to people. I was on a MacBook Air and on a Skype meeting that was going long and really boring with an art client and it was driving me crazy and I thought hey I hooked up a Google Chrome desktop client thing on a, on my Mac and my PC and I wanted to see how this would work from this crappy Wi-Fi signal on my crappy old MacBook Air and I wanted to connect to my gaming PC just to see so I did and I thought oh this is kind of cool what can I mess with while I'm on this call that isn't going to be too distracting tried wow doesn't work at all camera goes crazy so there's there's lesson number one uh, couldn't do that Lesson number two, Diablo 3 plays perfectly. Latency-free. I played, I did two uh, two uh, Nephilim rifts and one greater rift and an entire zone of um, uh, bounties 
all while I was on this meeting. And because Diablo can kind of be played in a kind of zen-like state, it's not like you're that distracted. So I could still kind of pay attention to what was going on and answer questions when I was being asked. That is badass, man. So I guess this is a nod to Google for making their remote desktop app better than any I've ever used. And it absolutely freaking worked. And there was like no lag. It looked great. Frame rate wasn't perfect, but I'm telling you, if you're in a pinch and you've just got to get your fix, it's a great way to do it. If WoW would have worked, I would have been so happy. But the the map, the uh, camera stuff just goes wonky. It doesn't work. So This is without a doubt the best advertisement for your services I have ever heard. <laughs> you man and i'm not even that you know i'm whatever i don't even have that much use for such a tool but occasionally i want to connect help my mom with something or whatever and it's just really easy to do that you can give people access to your computer pretty easily and i had no idea if it would let me play games remotely and it absolutely did it was really something else so anyway worth checking there are other things like that out there but i just i was super impressed with that patrick you're gonna say something i heard you breathe I never breathe. Oh. What are you talking about? I thought you went. No. <laughs> I thought you went, and then you were going to say something, and I cut you off. No, I, I was surprised at something I saw on my browser. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> did Rule Thirty Seven get you, or what happened there? Everything all right? Possibly. Okay, all right. You got to stop searching for man wiener because it's going to bite you in the butt every time. I know, no, but you said what? Wait, what did you say about? Something yeah, remote earlier? desktop, Chrome, Chrome remote desktop, uh, Diablo. Uh, Something like that. I'm sure yes. that's what it was. Okay. It's a ringing endorsement. If you need help pretending to care about what your clients are saying, <laughs> does Google have the remote desktop for you? Yeah, and search for man wiener, and you'll be surprised every time. All right. Hey, look at this. Overwatch, real quick. Season 2 starts tonight. Competitive mode. You both make an Overwatch show together. What we do. can we expect? Are we excited? What's going on in there? Yeah, man, you're getting uh, you're getting a much a much new and improved rank system. Mm. That's good. So basically, I think the this is the uh, the the ranked season, the competitive mode that it merges the season one and season zero, basically the beta, mm-hmm. and that makes it into something that people are actually going to have a, a great time, or at least a good time uh, playing. I think we discussed last time the. Uh, the the system where you have you actually have a medal system so you're going to be placed bronze silver gold etc cetera, etc cetera. and it's going to mean something it's going to feel a lot better than that stupid one to one hundred number did um, and they there's not going to be uh, weird uh, sudden death matches to decide games that were too close uh, I, this is probably going to be the the one the first real season of overwatch they're um, figuring and, out and they're making a lot of really needed improvements the sudden death being gone alone i think is that they could have stopped there and everyone would have been singing yeah. their praise it would have been better sure yeah but, but the, 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 they also the, the new granul- also, the granularity of the of the levels and stuff is so much more um, what people are accustomed to if you're playing blizzard games already including starcraft and heroes and heroes recently did this same sort of thing where they went with a competitive system that was more in line with you know Levels that make sense, gold, platinum, diamond, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So all that stuff, I think, is good. I really wish all of the Blizzard teams would stop trying to reinvent the wheel with the rank system yeah. because most of them, they always come back to the StarCraft system. And it's a good one. It's a great system. Yeah. And, and other games... Well, they're not... Go ahead. They're not reinventing it anymore, I guess. Yeah. Now <laughs> That's the thing. Is like, I mean, Hearthstone is now the outlier, but that was when Heroes launched, they weren't doing that... When, when when actually when Hearthstone was in beta, they were doing that, and then they got rid of it for the 
the current rank system that we have now and overwatch the same thing when they, they launch. No, we're going to have numbers. Aren't numbers fun. Don't you want to care about an, <laughs> a, an integer between one and 100? Doesn't that sound fun guys? No, yeah. no, it doesn't. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Kaplan, that sounds awful. Oh, by the way, there's a zone. I don't want to spoil anything. It's not really a spoiler. There's a zone in uh, Stormheim. That's Mornheim. Morheim. Isn't that great? You just walk up there. Of course they're going to, dude. They have a Heim. The whole place is Heims. There's Helheim and that Heim and <laughs> Peakheim and Hoheim and all these Heimheims. And you get up there and you walk into the zone that says, welcome to Morheim. Of course. A freaking course. <laughs> Does he say, hello, BlizzCon? Yeah. It's like having um, a bunch of Zens and not putting Metzen with a freaking apostrophe in the middle or something. Of course you're going to do it. You got to get Morheim in there. Anyway, sorry to make it. Uh, also, by back. the way, yeah. also um, you are going to be able to play Overwatch for free on consoles uh, next weekend. Not this weekend, the one after. Only consoles, uh, though, right? Just consoles. Only consoles. I was a little bit miffed as a mainly PC player. I figured, hey, what, what, well, what's up? Yeah, with but your you're a, PC but you're homies? but you're a PC player who already owns the game. It, I think they think their core audience is probably mostly PC players anyway, and anyone who's playing anyone who they would try to convince is already playing it. I don't know. I feel like that's I, a weird place to put it. Maybe, but why not? Why not do it anyway? Yeah. It's a good, well, I wait, mean, oh, well, now here's a good, here's know. a question for you. Is this competitive play update only on PC this week and not consoles yet? Cause if that's true, that would have been kind of a mess timing wise on PC. The same time you drop the competitive things, we would have had an influx of weird, fresh players. Uh, who quickly rushed to level no, ten because, or whatever or twenty? Or because whatever. you can't you can't play competitive until you're level twenty five, and that takes a while. Mm. So they would have been uh, constrained to constrained to um, to what to I don't, the I don't know. some French word. Oh my god! Play. To quick the play? quick play. Quick play. Thank there you. you. Go. <laughs> Lucio Ball. Oh wait, that's over. So uh, yeah, did you guys see the video floating around? So total side note of uh, the junk rat who was put in a basketball and a mine inside of his trap. And then, so the way it worked is any of the levels that have a ball in it, you know, there's basketballs in the oh, ship. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen these kinds of things. It's really weird. Things, you yeah, basically, you put your trap down on the ball, and then you attach your your mine, your concussion mine, to the ball that's inside of the trap, and now you can punch the trap. Yep. And it bounces all over the place like some kind of flubber-infused nightmare. <laughs> And and there are people like <laughs> killing people with it. It's in, it's the most insane thing I've yeah. ever seen. Anyway, yeah, I saw it a little while ago where the whole team was escorting this ball. They were all smacking it around to keep it on on point <laughs> at the beginning of a game. And someone someone on the opposing team runs around the corner and just immediately instant dies to this mine ra- mine addled basketball. That's amazing. Because uh, you do a whole been, you, uh, you do a whole team of junk rats and you can just pile it up, right? Just like a big yep. pi- oh my gosh, that's so great. You yeah. can attach. Multiple, There's been instances of um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Patrick. And and there was widowmakers uh, that attached. Uh, basically, they all shot their grappling hook to a bull at the same time, uh, kicked the bull into oblivion, and then no, wait, what? How did it go? They I had, can't remember they, now. They I had think. one widowmaker, I think, in the back, not attach it and shoot the ball. So right. Five Widowmakers all attached their grappling hook to the basketball at the same time, and then someone shot the ball, and the ball went flying. The grappling hooks attached, and they went flying with the ball, oh, basically yeah, off of the map. That's so cool. Yeah, I've, it's, it reminds uh, early on somebody was doing a Genji 
pong game basically where yeah they would stand no what was it so you'd have two genjis facing each other and you have a pharah on the outside or a couple of pharahs and they would fire missiles and the genjis would no, just reflect Symmetra. them back and forth the Symmetra? Symmetra. i saw it with yeah. junk rat they had they had two mercies making a net like a tennis net <laughs> And then that they had was the Genji one. on either side, and a junk rat would shoot his grenade down, and the Genjis would bat them between each other like a game of badminton. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I love that people are figuring out stupid stuff like this in Overwatch. I think it's great. Yeah. Keep, yeah. That, I personally, I give so much more enjoyment out of that. And it's like, you know, we do the show, and, and Chris is like, we had these three tournaments, and this was the top level play. And I'm like, did you see the goofy thing someone did? They stacked Divas to the <laughs> max level of the map. It was fantastic. Yeah, I love that. I wish there was more of that. Do you? Oh, and one other thing I wanted to ask, just get your two opinions on. Do you? How do you feel about this idea that uh, they're considering? Jeff Kaplan hinted that they're considering the idea of only one character of any type available on the map anytime. Thing that's happening competitive, but doing that in quick play. Thoughts on that? Have they said they were considering? He it for said everything? they. He said he has thought. I don't mean like not considering like we may Im- implement this, but. Yes, we have talked a lot internally about it. We wouldn't mind trying it, that kind of talk. So I, I don't know what that means. Maybe it's the next. Maybe it's another mode. Think of it as like the equivalent of unranked draft in Heroes, like a whole new play mode, potentially. Yeah, I, per- personally, I like that. I think, I think there, should be a, there should be a form of quick play where you can play whoever the heck you want. Yeah, any um, crazy, stupid thing you want. Absolutely. Yeah, you need that in, in these types of games. Heroes needs it because... Sometimes you just need to learn how to play a hero against real people. It doesn't matter if your comp is bonkers. Yeah, or there's mirror matches or any of that stuff, sure. Exactly, exactly. And right. you need that in Hero Era and Overwatch as well because sometimes you just need to learn how to play Tracer against real people. It doesn't matter if your composition stinks. Yeah, but then you'd like, uh-huh. wouldn't it be nice to have a little middle bit that wasn't so concerned about rank points and yeah. but was a little bit more concerned about I, comp and now you're, you know, you're forced into that one little thing. I think that'd be all right. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily as important in Overwatch since the way that they have set up the ranks are that it's it's such that once you achieve a new rank, so say you go from silver to gold, you cannot then lose. You cannot lose at games enough that you fall out of gold. Mm. Uh, your internal yeah, ranking, but you still don't want you still don't want competitive to be you know a free for all with no no, no and that's not what I'm comps. saying. I'm I'm just saying I think it's slightly less important because of the way that they built their rank system. Mm. Uh, do I want people in my my competitive games playing heroes they know how to play and playing to the best ability? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I think it's ever so slightly less important because of the way they built the system? Also, yes. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, I mean, for for quick play, yeah, I agree. I want to be able to play whatever. And and you know, if you didn't have that, you wouldn't have the ridiculous, super fun experiences of people playing, you know, six Symmetras and making you know, the the choke point into a series of incredible <laughs> death rooms that you can't pass without uh, getting 15 turrets on you for, for a second before you die. So I think it's there is value beyond the idea that you can just play whatever you want. There is value in, in just uh, uh, being able to play multiple characters for fun. Uh, in one team. So I don't want that to go away. I agree. Everybody check out Overwatchers, the podcast, for more details if you would like heavy focus on uh, Overwatchers. These two chuckleheads host it, and it's really good. And you should listen Thanks, to man. it. Uh, hey, how about a few of these? Got a couple of these. Whoops. Where? Here we go. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That was pretty good, Patrick. 
Very impressive. Uh, Town Crier is where we take your phone calls and your emails. Uh, the phone number is 801-471-0462. The email address is theinstance at gmail.com. We will start with calls, and then we're going to do some tweets, kind of throwing it off a little bit here today. But uh, this call is about catching up on stuff. Uh, here you go. I know you guys have mentioned this on the show before a couple times, but I just recently went and spent the last week listening to all of Novel, was it Novel 87, I think, all his lore videos. And if anyone is feeling a bit down before Legion launches, I highly recommend going and listening to those because I got all learned up on Sylvanas and Illidan and all that shit. And <laughs> now I am more excited for the storyline of an expansion than I have ever been. So uh, I know you've mentioned it before, but thought thought people might enjoy uh, hearing that before Vision launches. All right, keep up the great work, guys. So do you guys feel similar in terms of, um, I mean, this is obviously a call that came in before the launch of it, but getting caught up would be good because right now they're kind of hitting it on all cylinders with the story, like surprisingly so, given that uh, Warlords was like this weird time travel thing and it felt like they were recycling a few things. And this, my worry with this expansion was kind of the same when they announced it at Gamescom. I went, oh, Illidan, really? Okay, well, everyone pull out their their memory sticks and remember what happened with Illidan so we can see what's going on with him. But instead, what I, I feel like we're getting the culmination of a pretty incredible uh, arc at the moment. Uh, do you guys agree with that? So, I agree with that. I agree with myself. Um, <laughs> that's excellent, Scott. Thanks. It's not always the case. Um, <laughs> so basically, I've, I've said it many times, the Illidan novel, if you want like lore for this ex- expansion, go read the Ill- Illidan novel. It is it's fantastic for this. Uh, but that channel specifically he's talking about, it's Noble 87. I can't remember. Um, it's N-O-B-B-E-L 87. Yep, that's correct. There you go. Um, and he, it's a, a guy who does lore videos with, uh, little animations. It's, uh, you know, he tries to basically, he explains to you what the hell is up with every character. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's my go-to for lore stuff. He's a, it's a little bit weird. He has a, a funny, I think he's Scandinavian, um, a funny Scandinavian accent, which as someone who also has a, a slight a funny accent. I I think it's endearing, but it might be disturbing for some people. Um, and it's a little bit cheesy, but it's definitely incredibly complete, very well researched. Um, and if you don't have time to read the comics and read the books and and get informed about the lore, I think this is a, a very acceptable alternative because you get so much more enjoyment about from the game when you know what all of this is about that it's it's absolutely worth uh spending the you know you're bored at work you're thinking about wow anyway you don't want to be there you want to be home playing your game just watch some videos in the background and listen to the thing you will be get your your uh enjoyment out of it for sure which leads me uh by the way to another point i wanted to make i understand why some people rush through the content and want to go to Endgame, but I feel really bad for those people. They're missing out on on a lot. But yeah, uh, I'm reading anyway, way yeah, more Noble stuff. Awesome. <clears throat> reading way more quest decks this time around. Um, There's a lot of things being tied up mm-hmm. in this expansion that have been set up since God novels that I guess took place before Warcraft One for crying out loud. Stuff like War of the Ancients and whatnot. It's 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 deep. They're they're pulling from everything that everything that has come before this. Did you say you haven't gotten to the uh, 
the Sylvanas uh, Gray Man? Thing? No. Okay. No. Is that in Stormheim? Maybe. Yes. Just tell me what zone it's in so I can go to it next. Stormheim. So it's in Stormheim. Stormheim. Stop, it's Stormheim. Stop staying away from spoilers as much as humanly possible. It's in Heimheim. Go there. It's really good. Um, okay. We got this uh, even, or this phone call here. Uh, uh, he wants to be talked into something. Let's see what we can do. I've been looking for a new game, a new MMO. I keep looking into them. Nothing's intriguing. And I keep turning back a WoW. And then I keep talking myself out of it. And I haven't played since the Lich King days back at level 80. Can you guys try to talk me into it? Yeah, play the game. Yeah, you're sure. You're doing it right. That's the correct decision. There are no MMOs that are as good as WoW right now. That's objective. It's not an opinion. Don't look it up. No, it's absolutely <laughs> true. That doesn't to say there aren't some decent experiences out there, but none of them ever stack up to this. This is why it's the high watermark. It's um, sometimes embarrassingly so, uh, that particular objective truth. So... Yeah, play, uh, I mean, you know, look what, there's there's bound to be people this isn't for who are MMO players that need something else, and, and there are plenty of options out there, but I'll tell you what, I've never seen it done better than I'm seeing it done right now, and if in three months we get done and we're like, all right, what else is there, I'll be surprised. At this point, I feel like I've got so much work ahead of me in this game that doesn't feel like work that uh, I'm not going to be done for a very long time, so yeah, play WoW. We've convinced you, I hope, I hope we've done that just now. Dear well, listener, who just wrote you it. know. Also, if you don't do it, then uh, I'm gonna smack you over the head. Yeah. What are you doing, man? Yeah. Just play WoW. Yeah. Come on, do it now, man. Play WoW now. Patrick, will kick right, your ass. Be talking into it. No, I liked it. it was good. I, I, I'm, I'm a very, I'm a very weak person. Probably couldn't kick your ass, but you know, I would, <laughs> I would do it for you if you needed me to do it, just to play WoW. Um, and also. Now, if you're going to play an MMO, you know, there are tons of them. Some of them are good. Some of them are less good. But certainly, if you're asking yourself this question right now, WoW just had an expansion release. Now is the time to play WoW. And maybe you're going to play it for two months. And after that, you're going to step away. But that I suspect that's probably going to be a, an excellent two months of video gaming fun. So when people leave around Lich King and haven't seen it for so long, I, it's like it's going to be like Christmas. Just get in and play. I feel it. it. Yeah, man. I, Lich King was my that was such a good damn expansion. If that's the last, this is a great time to come back in. I think it's a, it's not a terrible thing to go straight from Lich King to this. Yeah, good point. The other, I mean, I I I actually kind of like Cataclysm. I know a lot of people talk smack about it and i thought pandaria was amazing i loved pandaria i loved pandaria and mm-hmm. now that draenor is over i'm pretty sh- i'm pretty sure because of how much now i really think i hated draenor i like cataclysm yeah. in comparison to draenor <laughs> i think draenor was is, right. my new, is my new least favorite expansion cataclysm felt like the utility um expansion the one where they had to fix a lot of stuff and and yeah. redo things and, and it was like kind of needed it, and required but yeah, it gets a rough time. It it had to accomplish a lot and yeah. not all and and a lot of it did not it wasn't it did not benefit current players. I agree. It, but it's it, the stuff that needed um, to be done. Yeah. I actually have a question for people who are coming back after a very long time. If you didn't play since uh let's say uh Wrath let us know what you how you feel about Legion. If you just came back after five years uh, for Legion, let us know. Send us an email. Yeah, uh, that would be really interesting. I'd be me. super interested in that as well. Uh, the instance at gmail.com is the email address to send it to. We got some tweets today. I asked for them this morning and people loaded them up. Uh, was looking for questions, thoughts, comments, whatever. We got one for here from Chris. Wise Wolf on Twitter says just 
uh, by taking the time to put more voice acting has increased the immersion and emotion of this game tenfold. It has been amazing. Uh, I would agree. The uh, they seem to have taken real time and effort with uh, with all that stuff. And you know, it's funny from Cataclysm forward. I'm trying to think if that's right. Actually, it's more like Pandaria forward. That's where you really started to see these in-game cinematics team really catch on and get their tools right and just kind of start blowing our minds a little bit. Uh, they are just killing it. Like that's I'd watch a whole movie in that style if they wanted to make one. Um, I really, really like it. Yes, I well agree. Time. And I, I also agree that the um, voiceovers are doing fantastic for the immersion. I yep. completely agree. Yep. I think the next step, though, is to get actual actors to do the voices because it's so it's very hammy. It's very mm-hmm. overplayed. You feel like you're in. I mean, this is not great acting. Some of them are are awesome and and make you feel the the. Most of the actors are are well, overplaying. Yeah, it. it's most of them. Most of the. Principal. I mean, it's great, it's great for the for right. the immersion. But I mean, next step, if you're going to be doing it. If we could get some actual emotion through the the actual acting, it would be even better. Most of the I, most of your principal actors are like you know Liam O'Brien as Illidan, and um, I forget who plays uh, uh, Sylvanas. I can't remember her name, but they're killing it. They're not just phoning it in; those are really good. But there's a lot of extra dialogue, which again I totally appreciate that's scattered throughout the questing and throughout the game. You know, like Velen, Prophet Velen, by the way, that's a funny experience. Because you click on him, and you know when you click on a character, they always have a little thing to say that's just built into them. And he, and he sounds all Russian. You click him, and he goes, Hello, welcome to the Exodar. <laughs> Whatever. But then when you talk to him... <laughs> Is that your Russian? It's all... <laughs> you talk to him, he starts talking to you for the story, and it's a totally different voice. Different actor and everything. And that's that can throw you off. Zagra was like that in the last expansion. So there's some little things like that. But on the whole, though... The dialogue's kind of cheesy in the first place, Patrick. Like, some of the delivery sure is a little hammy, but the actual dialogue, if you really think about it, like, it's a lot of, I'm holding aloft the sword of so-and-so, and you will not take it from my hand. Like, it's a lot of that. And that's fine. No, I agree. I agree. It, but, I mean, when still, when you hear, do you remember the uh, fight, the Arkham, well, I'm sure you did it a million times, but the Archimonde fight in Hellfire Citadel. Yeah, yeah. And you have Irel in there protecting you and going like what does she say like we shall not fall to this atrocity and you're like who speaks like that it it, it it's really really over the top i just and don't know that it's just that. speak like that patrick have you ever listened to a paladin in anything ever talk yeah they don't That's i guess exactly how I paladins guess you're right. yeah even I even, guess you're right. even freaking what's his name uh, in heroes i can't think of his name all of a sudden Uther? Uther? Uther the Lightbringer has always well, been... Well, that hero... Well done! right click to make Rainer move his butt. This is a <laughs> hammer I wield. Like, it's just a lot of that stuff, and the game has always done that. I'm just saying it may be a little more noticeable because there's so much of it in this expansion in it's, just um, questing, and it's great. I love it. No, I agree. It's always been like that. I, I, I think the next upping your game uh, for, for you know, voice over mm-hmm. would be to... to yeah. Anyway, there's a particularly I, I, chatty. I there's a chatty gra- dragon up in Stormheim that you guys are going to be annoyed with. Anyway, go ahead. I think yeah. there's a. Uh, I think the next step for them to up their game is to do more of the the proper cinematics because I think the reason that the I think the the voice acting kind of fails when they're doing the more stilted 
in gamey stuff and we're not getting proper camera angles and facial expressions and stuff like that because think of the 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 cinematic we got during the legion expansion during or uh, sorry the legion invasions uh during the scenario that you know yeah you know varian's vo it's a little cheesy but it really worked because it was presented in a proper way. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, when I'm doing these these quests with Malfurion and I just kind of get a really crappy <laughs> shift on the camera, it doesn't really work. Yeah, those ones where they just move the camera and then there's a little bit of talk, move the camera back, like the actual engine stuff mm-hmm. is still, that's a place to up their game. I agree with that. And maybe that dialogue wouldn't come off as silly when a human who has been standing stiff the entire time suddenly puts his arms in the air and goes, but what will we do or whatever? <laughs> it's it's the Elder Scrolls problem. I, I, I take issue with how Elder Scrolls uh, tells you the story because you're just like, they just zoom in on their face. They're in the center of the screen. You can see that the texture has just been painted on one side and mirrored. Yeah. And it, it just doesn't, it, it, it does not suck me into the story in any way, shape or form. And that's what's happening with the in-engine yeah. cinematics. But we're nitpicking, the, uh, clearly. I yeah. mean, we're we're nitpicking because on the whole, this is a this is a big leap forward in this game. I would, yeah, it's, I would it's a huge step up. Uh, yeah, we got one here from uh, our guy 101. He says, Death Knight class quests are the coolest thing I've ever done in my 10 years of WoW. Wow. That is high praise. Um, let's see. Uh, Trova says, didn't know how to get to my class hall until I heard about it on the podcast. Strange. No clue in the game. All right. That's good to know. Yep. Um, here's one from Devin B. He says, I wondered if the magic was gone for me with WoW and uh, with Warlords of Draenor. I was wrong, and it's back in a big time. I am all in on Legion. I'm hearing this from pretty much everybody. Um, okay. Yeah, here's a- there's, I, I, will, I would be very curious to hear if they're going to find a way to let us know how much how many people have come back you know they don't announce uh, subscriber numbers anymore but maybe we were talking on pixels uh and and uh jake suggested the the co-host on that episode suggested maybe they could release something like the number of artifact weapons discovered so mm-hmm. it would be vague enough that you couldn't pare it down to the number of uh, uh subscribers but it would still give you an idea you know, of how roughly it would just be a number. I just want to know something about uh, the I success of the I think they stopped game. announcing them because they weren't impressive numbers anymore. I think if it's an impressive number again, I'm pretty sure we'll find out. <laughs> now, that's, that's the issue. I don't think they can. The issue was everyone was looking at that number and looking for the next one um, to, to... That was actually a big problem that they, they created for themselves and they wanted to get out of it and they didn't know how. Um, but if they announce, you know, a number after this expansion, then everyone's going to be looking at the one after the next expansion. I don't, I really don't think they can do it. However much, yeah, they I don't think they're going to, to either. The it would have to be something so monumental, like all-time records broken, thirty million concurrent players, or something weird. Then maybe that's mm-hmm. news. But if it's not, you know, if they're back up to twelve or even fifteen, I don't think they tell us. I think they. I think you're right. Uh, fifteen, they would. I think you think they would they at fifteen. Would. <laughs> they might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but th- but that's. I don't. I don't think they're going to get to. I mean, I don't think they they're going to get to even twelve. I don't think they're going to get to to ten. Even. I'll bet they. Hit, I think they're going to go back to. I'll bet they easily hit eight, ten. Well, I mean, warlords hit ten. I think they hit ten easy. I think twelve is maybe maybe pushing it. yeah maybe, maybe pushing it. Uh, quick correction earlier, I said John Jagger was with the Realm Maintenance podcast. That's actually Rose Show. He is with the Azeroth Roundtable podcast. I knew that. I just forgot. Said it wrong. <laughs> Chat room or the, uh, the internet's already taking me to task here. Uh, question from Bradley Godfelter, who says, "Do you think the raid comp should dictate 
if I tank as druid or warrior, everyone on our team is wearing plate or leather. It's kind of early for that, but um, I don't know. If if what? If, Sorry, he I says. Didn't do you think my question? He says. Do you think the raid composition should dictate if I tank as druid or warrior, everyone on my team is wearing plate or leather? I'm not sure what the plate or leather part has to do with it, but I don't think your team should dictate well, anything unless you agree that that's what your team gets to do. You know, like it's if your, it, he's thinking about loot, I guess. Maybe they're not using personal loot and he's wondering how, uh, you know, if he's going to get oh, more items. But yeah. no, just play play what you want. Play what yeah. you want. I would say play what you want as long as, as long as, you know, it helps your raid. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> Obviously, don't go DPS if you need a tank, but... <laughs> Uh, how about this one? And, and tanks oh, yeah. are all just as good. He, uh, this guy well, here. Well, unless you're, you know, super high level and you want to maximize min max super hard, then yes, there is uh, one tank that's better than the other. But, yeah, but who, like, like they, like Blizzard just said recently, like if you're one percent better than somebody else, that's that has to stop being a thing people rule their lives mm -hmm. by. I know some will, but I don't want to do that anymore. I don't care. If Beastmaster's behind Marksman, I don't care. I don't like Marksman. I like Beastmaster. I got a bunch of beasts. Look at all these animals I got. Bringing them in, baby. F you. All right. Here's the, here's one from Jay. He says, I hit 110, and it doesn't feel like I've done 10% of the content. Well, that's good to know because we're not there yet. So that's a guy who's rushing through it, sort of, compared to us, and still doesn't feel like he's barely touched the surface. Um, this person says, Legion is bay. And I'd like to say, don't ever say that again. Um, what else? Um, uh, man, there's so many of these. I didn't think I was going to have so many to go through. Um, uh, okay, I just want to say that the Rogue Class Hall isn't as sewerish as I thought it would be. And a side, a side note on that, I was following John around. He's a rogue. He says, you need to come see my Class Hall. It's awesome. I'm like, I don't think they're going to let me in there. And I'm thinking like, uh, you know, I was thinking like Skyrim. Like, those dudes, you have to be like, you know, they're friends that get in there. So I'm like, I'm not going where the rogues are. But he says, come with me anyway. It's a door that's a bookcase inside of one of those buildings that slides to the side Batman style, like a little secret room. And then you go under the city of Dalaran, not to the sewers, but to like this big underground like rogue den. I couldn't get in. It said, you feel funny. And I start swaying and my head's got purple around it. And I wake up in like the hospital up the road in Dalaran. That's awesome. Yeah. That was a bummer, <laughs> dude. That was a big bummer for me, but also kind of awesome at the same time. So anyway, rogues seem to have it well, this this expansion. Seems like a lot of happy rogues. Uh, let's do one more here. Um, oh, here's a good one. Chuck of the Chucklets says, why is my subtly rogue getting plate armor in the Halls of Valor? I also got some plate armor and I can't wear it. I, what? That may be a goof. That may be a bug. With the personal loot system? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah with the personal a, loot. Uh, I don't think that's supposed to happen, but it did to me too. I have I have yeah. a piece of plate for my uh, my warrior, or excuse me, my hunter, and I can't use it. So uh, there you go. Uh, maybe I'll do one more. Let's see. I am completely amazed at the level of death in uh, Legion after Wad and Miss were still lacking. I don't agree about Miss. I think Miss was great. I don't think, but Miss was lacking either. Uh, Drainer objectively was lacking. It had the least amount of content of any expansion mm -hmm. in the history of this game. Yeah, I felt like. If anything, if you could say anything about Miss, it was that it was the same template as usual. Like the overall game template of WoW was just that again. Um, with a few exceptions, you know, the Timeless Isles and stuff were kind of interesting. But for the most part, it was kind of what you knew you were going to get out of a place like that. And um, and that's fine. But this that's the where these where that differs from this is Legion just feels like a lots of fundamental new approaches to the game. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Finally, do you feel the class changes in addition to the intro of artifact weapons has encouraged or discouraged leveling as non-DPS? Very good question. So if you choose to do, like for example, I chose to do fire with the mage because I just thought that weapon looked badass. That was my main motivation. Um, I knew what I was doing, which was, well, I'm not going to have a pet. I'm going to be a little more squishy. I uh, can't go ice. I don't think that's the question. Well, my, my point is that I'm, he's a, so if I've been ex, uh, encouraged to play something I would normally never choose outside of this mm. expansion. So I would have almost always gone frost no matter what, because that's going to level me the best. And then I'll do fire or, or arcane when I get into raiding. It's kind of the same thing because what he's asking here is like, if you're a druid and you're like, ooh, I really like the weapon for Resto, I'm going to pick that. That's kind of the same thing, right? Like, in, in, in other words, I, I'm going to say I think it has had a, an effect of encouraging people to do non-DPS builds for their leveling time. Um, Maybe. Um, get, I mean, you can get your other artifacts pretty quickly after picking one. So I just went ret and by 102, I had my prot thing as well for dungeons. So yeah, I was nervous about um, that. By the way, doing that, I, I was too. But I I was not going to try and level as a tank. So. Right. So that's the thing. A lot of people are saying that uh, tank and uh, healer leveling is not at all as painful as it was before. You can absolutely do it. Uh, the thing is, it's probably always going to be faster as DPS. So I think most people are going to be doing, but it, you know, doing the DPS thing and then having the other one on the side. But if you really want to, then I think you can now. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this final one, Matt Pennington. I know I already said it was final, but this really one is. Artifact weapons are so cool, but it's weird seeing everyone with the same ones. I think that's going to diversify as time goes on. In fact, if you look at me right now, you wouldn't even know I have mine because mine's transmogged to this this Mad Max uniform thing I wear now, uh, transmog set. So, so you can't even tell which weapon I have. Um, I think at first, though, yeah, everyone's running around with Ashbringer. Everybody's running around with that, <laughs> you know, scythe thing for the druid or whatever. Um, what did you guys go with for, for your druid, Patrick? What'd you do to start? Oh. Uh, feral. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Obviously. How is that? I don't know why I, I said it in such a matter of fact way. Um, yeah, because, you know, I, I have my mage, which was my first main and I wanted to play something different with the druid. So I went, uh, melee and have pl- played feral for a long time, but I just, you know, I can play, I can play tank and, and healer very easily now. So I've been doing the, just like Garrett, I've been doing the dungeon super easily. I just don't queue. It mm. just, I, I queue up and bing immediately bada bong I'm in the group wants me <laughs> wow I got a bing and a bada bong in the same sentence that was really cool yep. wow I know I got a little bit soprano-ish for a second uh, well there you go that's going to do it for uh, today's show everybody thanks for your tweets thanks for your emails a reminder that we are starting the doghouse systems contest to win a gaming laptop the email address is contest at doghousesystems.com. If you send one there, if you've stayed till the end of the show, you're going to be a, a rad winner here. Contest at doghousesystems.com is the email address. All you have to do is email that'll be entered. That's it. They're going to pick a random winner. Send that in. Start today. I don't know when it ends. I'm trying to find out, but you'll at least have a week uh, between now and the next show. If you would like to win your very own brand new fresh Doghouse Systems laptop. Uh, all right. Garrett, you have to go soon, so I want you to give yep. your stuff. Pimp something. What do you got going on this week? Uh, check out amove.tv. There'll be new Overwatchers this week, and uh, Jocelyn and I are going to be putting out some Warcraft, uh, World of Warcraft uh, stuff 
So oh, just keep your eyes peeled on amove.tv. I like stuff. Stuff is good. Thank you for being on the show with us. We really, really appreciate it as always. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I got to run. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> go go yeah. look for a house or whatever it is you're doing. Uh, Patrick. <laughs> hurricane. Uh, Patrick, you. Oh, yeah. Hurricanes. Don't die in the hurricane. I forgot to mention that. He's There's like hurricanes in Florida. Wait, what? Yeah. What's happening? Uh, he has to go because of a hurricane? There's probably some. Who knows? Not like evacuation or something. But here, let's look it up real quick. See what's going on with that hurricane. I'm I'm worried now. <laughs> Tropical storm Hermione or Herman Hermine. I don't know how you say it. Battles Georgia. Forecasters warn of life threatening floods along the entire East Coast. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast early Friday. Oh, it hit today or it's starting to hit. Strongest storm to hit the state in more than a decade, bringing heavy rain. Blah blah blah. Well, I'm, you know he had he had internet. He must have been okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what did he have to go do because know. of the hurricane? That's why like, uh, Scott, you know, he was he was typing in Skype and then in the Google Doc, he was like, Scott, I got to go like 10 minutes ago. And now he's like, Scott, I really got to go. Was he looking at the hurricane? I say it was getting closer and closer to his house. It may have been I, a hurricane I, thing. It may have been. Okay, We'll find out. All right. L- listen, everybody, it's like a good storyline and we don't want to spoil it. We'll tell you the ending later. I'm sure Garrett <laughs> will be fine. Uh, um. <laughs> Right. So uh, for me, the Overwatchers episode uh, Garrett was referencing uh, for this week is actually next week, uh, which we're recording it next Wednesday. So you can go check that out. But, you know, I understand when a hurricane is knocking at your door, you don't remember your days very well. Um, And then at Frenchspin.com, we have uh, Pixels where we talk more WoW, if you want more of that, but also uh, other games as well, as it's a general gaming show. And uh, the Phidias Club, where we talk about... uh, general news stuff and we talked about the burkini ban in france if you don't understand what the hell is happening there just go listen to the fitness club at frenchspin.com and you'll understand everything and of course you can follow me on twitter at notpatrick are you sad that they're not going to let you wear your burkini anymore you sad about i'm devastated i know devastated you looked good in it i liked it Barely I mean, I usually don't let everyone see it, but Scott is special, so <laughs> I, I made a special presentation for him yeah. uh, at uh, the the last. Uh, 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 I want to say the Nerdtacular. Is yeah, the that's the I'm name. Look, when we don't have it one year, Patrick forgets. We got to get it back on uh, track next June. By I the hope. way, everybody, end of next June. Mark it on your calendars. End of next June. Um, all right. What else? Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. You mentioned those other shows. If you want to watch uh, or hear another great show about Heroes of the Storm, might I point you to the core podcast at heroesforyou.com. I host that with John Jagger and Bo Schwartz every week. I think you guys might enjoy it if you like heroes. And uh, check out the Rally Point podcast. Uh, we put a, an interview with Greg Street from that show on this very feed this week. I hope people enjoyed that. And uh, he's, of course, now over at Riot. We talk all about competitive gaming, and we'll likely be talking about what WoW's got in store for its new PvP system. So check that out at rallypoint.gg. Theinstance.net is our website. You can go there right now and get all the links that matter, our phone number, all that stuff is there. Uh, Instant show, Scott Johnson, Willie Dills, the underscore T, and not Patrick on on, uh, Twitter. Almost said Terpster. Uh, More shows just like this at frogpants.com. And look for us in game. You know our guild on Earthen Ring. That's the server here in the U.S. that you can uh, come check out. Join the guild. AIE is the name. And uh, man, we're having a good time in there. So uh, check that out as well. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Patrick, and for our guest, Garrett. We'll see you next time. Bye.
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.